Hey, I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So, get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide Podcast. My name is Karen, and I am your host. I am sitting here with Jen Bear. Hello. Why do you? Why <laughs> must you add the bear at the end? Hello. I love it so much. Don't you feel happy when like Jeremy calls you that? Yes, but it's Jer Bear. Like Jer what? Bear. I don't think I've ever called him that. Please, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I love my Care Bear because I feel like Care Bear implies like grumpy bear. That's just because I watched that when I was little. And that was your favorite Care think. Bear. Yeah, we're doing great. Let's just either start this over or move forward. <laughs> okay, so today's episode, we wanted, of course, to do our series, um, you know, with Jen on the perspective of a non-musician. And I don't know, like, I feel like social media and just content on IG and content in general is just... I don't know, getting at an all-time, like, annoying. Um, so we just wanted to just kind of riff a little bit on, like, things we would just kind of want to normalize. And I don't know, I selfishly want to see more people do on social media. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think now, more than ever, on social media specifically, so many, it's weird, like, people's perspective changes so often. But, like, whenever a brand decides to blast out and have all the major influencers, like, post about them it almost becomes like sketchy and you don't want to buy that brand because it's a bit much yeah (laughs) yeah so I feel like so many things are changing in the way that we consume our social media and the way that we also like deliver it as well and create it like photo dumps I love them so much yeah and I think that what photo dumps are doing as much as like I hate to be like a trendsetter um or like watch things that are trending um is the fact that it's normalizing authenticity Mm -hmm. and it's really paving the way for all of us to kind of take a step back from like uberly curated things Mm -hmm. and just uberly i don't even know what the word is like i just hate when something looks so unachievable and it's basic yeah thank you like i also love juice but when i don't know somebody has it on a tray with like a special straw that i would never find and like (laughs) the perfect lighting and they're like tulips look perfect i'm like link in bio (laughs) yes i'm like damn it i'm I'm, here's my like ugly ass green juice and i'm just trying to drink it and it's disgusting but i need it but it's inflammation (laughs) exactly so yeah i just i kind of want to like encourage everybody to just kind of be a little bit more authentic and genuine and just show up on like what feels good to you. So these are just going to be some suggestions. And of course, like trust your gut, question the source, figure out what feels good to you. I just want to do like a quick recap on the psychology of social media, which I'm sure you're like overhearing about Jen, but I'm obsessed. I think it's super Every effective. Every time you say something, you're always like, you're going to roll your eyes. You're over it. Like I'm really, and I'm just sitting here in the chair like a potato. Just like, okay. <laughs> Sure. I mean, you're the one that helps me with the PowerPoints and with the strategy. So this is basically Jen. But anyway, so the psychology of social media, in my opinion, um, is comprised of a few things. The first two to think about is recognition and recall. Okay. Aldo, sir, what are we doing? Please don't do that. Um, Aldo decided to get in where all of our wonderful cables are. And he's thinking about getting up on this little poof that I originally bought for him, but is currently hosting our computer with the record button. So stop it. Okay. So recognition and recall are very important things 
in the psychology of social media. So what I mean by that is we want to recognize who the post is from, and we also want to recall the information that people are sharing. So it's just really important for it to be genuine and for it to be something that we can understand and digest um, and actually memorable. So that's the first thing to think about. And then the way that I like to split this aspect is 60% of everything you're posting on social media should be strategic. And there, it doesn't mean that it's inauthentic. It doesn't mean that it's not genuine, but there is some kind of strategy behind what you're doing. 20% of it is attractiveness. So yeah, there is a factor where make sure that, you know, the photo's not blurry and that we know what you're talking about. And then 20% of that is the energy as well. So what is the energy in which you're putting your post out? How do you feel about what you're posting? If you don't feel confident, if you don't feel secure, if it feels performative or I don't know, just completely out of your comfort zone, then it's not going to do as well because you're not feeling like super obsessed about it. So with that kind of framework, um, I think like what we want to talk about is just some things that we want more people to consider posting about and, you know, in hopes of just a more authentic, a more... I don't know, exciting community of, of music and of the world where it's not so much about like every post matters so much and your career is going to be made or broken with, you know, a post because that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think too, from the non-musician perspective, I really like buying into the person. Like music is not my main focus when I look at a specific musician's page, like it's more who they are as a person and then side as like what they do, which again is not probably the way that people think about it when they're actually doing the post or who they're targeting or their target audience. Like granted, I'm probably not that it, I'm not that person, but either way, I think having a variation of all of that will then allow me to support you when you are posting the very targeted music driven content. So I think it's important to, to consider that, consider all the audiences and And obviously, like, these are the things you should not be afraid to post. So do you want to go first? Yeah, exactly. Um, So the first thing that I would say that I would love to normalize is just imperfect playing videos. Um, What I mean by that is just the video does not have to be, like, uberly edited to the point where it's no longer real. Um, But then also, like, not being afraid to just pull out your phone and record something and, you know, just be casual about it. Like not everything has to be in a hall with like, uh, lights and stuff. Does he have to go out? You can just open the door. It's fine. Okay. Um, so just kind of like understanding too, that perfection is not possible. It's not attainable. And I've worked on so many amazing records with just incredible artists and there's not a single perfect record out there. Like even though they're playing at a high level and probably none of us would notice the mistakes, they're still not perfect. And I feel like that quest for perfection just becomes like really paralyzing and and we start to like lose sight of like why we're doing it and then all of a sudden it's like well i want it to be perfect for my peers and for judgment and it's just like no we're we're making music we're making art so just kind of being okay with there being various degrees of i don't know product that's released as it pertains to like videos and and playing samples yes and i think i can speak to not so much the musician aspect of like um performing and um, playing music. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry. I was like, what are we doing? My mind went blank. But I I also think like we can speak about the experience in like your company specifically too. Like we went from having such a high production value of videos and where we had an entire crew, lighting, professional cameras, microphones, all that stuff. And recently, and obviously like within the past year, I feel like we've switched that a little bit in where COVID made us be a more flexible and adaptable and whatever modifier process that we do for video. 
And within that, we found that like you can get the same quality with less equipment, meaning like not an entire crew and just being authentic about it. Like just having the guts to put the camera in front and be like, I'm going to talk about this and then just talking about it. Right. I also see so many musician friends who I've obviously never met, but like musician people that I know that I follow who are doing really great things and are showcasing the things that they're interested in and creating videos of that and posting pictures and just being more, let's stick to the video, not the picture so much, but just being more authentic in the ways in the things that they're doing and i don't know but i think i don't know if it's like um if it's just me if i'm the only person that likes this but i like seeing parts of people's houses or just like if they're in their room i'm like oh my gosh like they're in their room that's so cool Mm -hmm. and they're just like creating a video of some sort or they found a really cool spot or they're at a coffee shop and they just happen to be talking into the camera like i find that so courageous and and i gravitate towards that because i'm like what are they saying like they're out in public and must be important (laughs) totally you know one of my most favorite videos of all time is one of our former emerging artists colin tyrell's um like i think it was his first tiktok ever oh my god i love it so much oh my gosh the well, thoughts that i have dur- while i'm um what is it called while i'm practicing practicing thank look you look at you even remembered that that's insane yes look at how freaking memorable that was and it was so funny there was an element of humor and again not all of you we're not i'm not a comedian so i'm not going to post a humorous video but um you know if if some of these things are a part of your personality or things you want to try like do it and that to me was so memorable because we can all absolutely relate to like being to practicing in some capacity and being hungry like even you like studying or practice or sports or whatever Mm -hmm. like i'm just distracted i want to you know go eat chipotle like that was so awesome yeah absolutely i love it yes uh do you want to say the next one or do you want me to say the next one you can go for the next one okay so the next one is something that i'm actually very passionate about now the dogs want to come in Jeez, louise another thing that i'm very passionate about is when you are posting about like karen was mentioning before the recall and recognition of it all if you are posting something it is so important to have your face in there and i think if i'm not able to see your face and i'm not able to see who the post is related to as cute as your dog is i won't be able to place that dog with the correct human so i think being more adventurous and being more courageous and wanting to post your face more often is really important and i think to just the things that are around you and more i don't know help me find the words i'm trying to say more of like your face but like not your face because that sounds so aggressive more you yeah more of the things that are going to make us think about you like if we look at my brand for example like the dogs are everywhere because not Mm -hmm. everybody's going to relate to like my lifestyle or my business or my choices but everybody likes a cute dog but then you also want to make sure that you're with the dog so that they see your face (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely yeah i think we could all benefit from just putting more of ourselves in there and i think that it's never gonna hurt career to have other interests and to be more multifaceted again with the woo girls Mm -hmm. sorry guys you're getting tons of noise here today um yeah we have an awesome emerging artist his name is spencer hudson and he's a trombonist he goes to boston university he's amazing and he's also a baker and he does like amazing stuff like he brought to and i know this like obviously i don't live in boston but he he was telling me and a bunch of people his um colleagues were telling me that he brought a tres leches <gasps> to studio class and it's like that's a hard-ass cake to make is it even a cake it's i don't know not. it's like a custard magic of milk yes <laughs> and it's like that is so awesome and it's not gonna negate the fact that he's you know a teaching fellow and getting his doctorate and super fancy and plays from bone and blah 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 but this is only gonna make him more interesting 
Yeah. And I'm so sorry. I'm like trying to hold back my laughter while you're saying that. So do you remember that episode of Friends in the Dinner Party where she was like, I'm a candle maker. And like you were like, he's a baker. And I was like, maybe he just likes to bake. I think that's what I don't think he's a baker. I just think he likes to bake. And again, you don't have to be a baker to post about it. Like you can just yes. be and like whatever you like. And you can do that. Thank you, Jen, for saying that. Because yes, this is my personality coming out. Like he's a baker. He's a trombonist. And it's like, no, he just likes to bake. So yes, whatever you like to do. We want to know about it. And I think that this past year, actually, there's been a huge rise in people baking their own bread, having mm. gardens and all that stuff. And like, awesome. Share about it. Like, that's so cool. Like any other random hobbies absolutely adds to the dimension of your brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah. So I guess things that I would like to normalize in posting is real life. And I struggle with this because... It's not that we want to be performative with our vulnerabilities, but I do think that there's a beautiful line that we can kind of toy around with where I can, and I've personally been trying to figure out what that looks like for me. Like I can share that I'm having a bad day and how I get over that um, in real time. But then I also don't want to sit here and shout at everybody like, oh, the six figure musician or like have a business or pivot or go. And it's like, No, I mean, there's just so much going on and there's so much more than either the success or the failures. So I think like giving us a little bit more of that in between, like, hey, I'm in a season where I'm not sure what the next step is. And I'm just sitting in that discomfort for anybody else out there that's sitting in that shitty, messy middle moment. Mm -hmm. I'm here and you're not alone. Like that is so encouraging. And I so wish that other business owners, other creatives would share a little bit about that. And that's why I'm so passionate when I, you know, get my hands on amazing clients of like trying to encourage them to share that. Like that's been one of the blessings of working with Jeremy Wilson that I'm like, hey, you're amazing. You're awesome. We love you. You're great. But can you share like the behind the scenes of recording an album? Because there were so many times where we didn't know if this was going to work or where we felt discouraged or when shit hit the fan or when something went really wrong. Like, let's talk about that. Let's not just talk Mm -hmm. about the beautiful final product where we all feel like we can't relate. And that I feel like is going to make whatever we produce and create that much more powerful because it has the full imperfect human showing up. Yeah. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Popper moment. We say that every time we say something that's like beautifully said. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And I think to kind of honing in on the point that you were saying of just kind of being there along the way, like I like in my own personality, I don't necessarily, I'm not the person that's going to be posting the day to day, but I do like watching it. And if I like to consume media in that way, I'm sure other people do as well. So if you have even an inkling of wanting to share where you're at at that moment, do it. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Also, that's something that goes into it as well in your thought process. But I, there's this one TikTok person that I follow that she just, again, not something that I can relate in my own life, but it was cool. She's in her early 20s and she was religious, got a divorce, and then moved into a van. And it was like her experience in her life going through that. And she was so raw and real in the things that she shared. And I'm sure other people would have different boundaries when it came to that, but she gained followers very quickly and it's again not about the followers but a lot of people wanted to know about the storyline so I think it's knowing and going back to the the thing that you always say Karen is that you are documenting your life and it is a story and you're living it and I think letting people in to see some of those things that might not always be perfectly curated is okay yeah (laughs) and it's good and and it's encouraged and it's it's something that I would love to see and to normalize 
in all the people because then it creates that sense of community and and you feel like you know them and you feel like they're your friend Mm-hmm. And I think in a world and where we are now and this past year, how it's tested us, we need more friends, even yeah. if it's internet friends, like th- that's a thing. Like it's not anymore your AOL chat messenger person. Like, no, these are real people and they have lives and we want to know about them. Yeah, absolutely. We want to connect and support and empower. Um, it made me think, probably won't feel related, but this Jocko Willink quote of discipline equals freedom. And I can already hear people like saying like, okay, this is all great and let's be genuine, but also like, I have a busy ass schedule. Like I don't have time to sit here and like do all of this. And that's why I brought that quote in because if you have the discipline to zoom out and strategize what you want to talk about, you then have the freedom to be spontaneous in these moments. And your, I don't know, social media presence, your marketing, your brand is not necessarily suffering on your spontaneity, but it's actually benefiting from things feeling real. So to give you guys a little behind the scenes, like I typically batch the podcast episodes probably a month out, but we have enough flexibility in what we do. If something keeps coming up in my coachings with my clients, or if I feel really strongly about something, or if there's something that I learned that I really want to share with you guys, I will push back or forward an episode and re and record something in real time. But if I didn't have my episodes or my strategy for the month laid out, I would just feel overwhelmed and exhausted and like running out of time all the time. And then I could mm-hmm. never deliver something that feels really good to me. So that is also something to think about um, when we're doing our strategy for social media, that it doesn't all have to be spontaneous and it doesn't all have to be mapped out, strategic laid out, that there's room for that freedom within a construct of what you want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember when KCA was going through its rebrand and everything kind of blew up in the world as far as just the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And that obviously takes the forefront and takes precedent and takes just everything. So our efforts turned from launching the rebrand to posting about that because it's important and awareness and amplifying other people's voices and yeah, just knowing how to pivot and being flexible within the structure that you already have is crucial. Yeah. And the beautiful thing too about social media is that it's a portfolio and you could see the growth and the evolution of the person um, before this past year. I mean, my privilege was totally checked in those moments and it was amazing to see how much I've grown as an individual and as an organization. And just to see that journey, I think that's encouraging for everybody. Like not that we all scroll down to our first posts on other people's accounts, but it's really cool. <laughs> what is happening outside? <laughs> It's really cool to just kind of see the evolution of somebody. And I think we have now words for it, like glow up. And it's not so much mm-hmm. about like looking more attractive or anything, but just really that change in evolution as a person. And I think if we're all doing the personal development work that I know we are, we're always changing and evolving. So mm-hmm. it's okay to be flexible within that too and to to feel empowered to to be real and and to share as you're learning too that process. Like that's been the most transformative thing for me as a leader is to just imperfectly do things like embrace that diversity, equity and inclusion line of work, embrace, you know, my own race, embrace uh, just the things that I hadn't considered before. Like being a minority being a Latina was never a priority until this last year. Like, oh, wow. 
Because you were conditioned to kind of suppress it in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the isms, the racism, ageism, sexism, all of the isms, like that was not something that, you know, I even had in my conscious mind and having to navigate that. Working with Jess has been amazing. And, you know, learning for realsies, the, the pronoun situation and, and gender and like asking these really hard conversations and doing it publicly, like doing it on a podcast, doing mm-hmm. it on social media, doing it in presentations, like... I don't know. I just feel like we we can like separate our social media life from our personal life as far as like what we want to share. And it's important to have boundaries. But the evolution of the person is really something that matters. And I think it's important to to share that. Yeah, absolutely. I love everything that you're saying, but I feel like if we speak for one more minute, the entire cast of Jumanji is just going to come through the door and then we're going to have elephants and giraffes. And I really hope all of the noises from today were not fully captured in this. But yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. Well, we'll come back with more like rambly, spicy episodes. But thanks y'all for listening. Um, If you think of it, it would mean the world to us if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is like literally the only way for people to find the podcast since we do not do advertisements or Patreons or anything like that. Um, If you could just leave us a review, that would be amazing. And thanks for listening. If there's anything you want us to talk about, you know where to find us. Thanks, Jen. Thanks.